Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody. This is Jeannie Faulkner, and I'm the host of Common Sense Pregnancy and Parenting, the podcast. I'm a registered nurse with 20 years experience in labor and delivery and 10 working in global maternal health. I'm the author of Common Sense Pregnancy, and this podcast is my way of talking about everything we couldn't fit in the book and a whole lot more. With new guests and experts every week, we talk about pregnancy, parenting, politics, feminism, and health care. All of it. Come find us on iTunes, Libsyn, Stitcher, and the Parents on Demand Network. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Doing It at Home podcast. So happy you're here. Thanks. Thanks so much for being a part of the community. And we've got a birth story for you. You know what's up. It's that birth story time. Hashtag birth junkie. So settle in, get cozy, and we have a really great episode for you today. Real quick, just a reminder, as always, check out the show notes for the episode whenever you're listening to check out the links to all of the relevant information that we list in the episode, whether it's resources, ways to connect or learn more about our guest, ways to connect with us. All of that is there for you. So go check that out. And also just thank you whenever you let us know that you're listening, like when you screenshot on your phone and tag us or whatever it is to let us know what episodes you're listening to, what's resonating with you. We really appreciate that and love that. So I love seeing, you know, pop up on stories or on your feed tagging us uh, at D-I-A-H podcast is our Instagram handle. You can message us. You can reach out to us through our website all of all of the ways to to connect and dropping reviews in Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that as well. It's a great way to get more people listening to the show, right? To create that awareness, spread the word, spread the empowered birth conversation. So all of that is there for you. And as always, you can listen to our show in the Parents on Demand app or go to parentsondemand.com to check out their website, see all the other shows that are a part of the amazing network that we are a family with, and you can download the app on your iPhone or your Android device. So parents on demand. And also I'm just going to throw in there your doing it at home gear. 
your shirts, your tanks. Uh, it's getting hot out there in a lot of parts of the world. So I know I wear my have babies where you make them tank at least once a week because it's just literally one of my favorite shirts and I love it. So you can check out the shop on our website and in the show notes. And it's a great way to rep your doing it at home pride. It's a great conversation starter. It's a great gift for your fellow birth junkie, mama, birth worker. And I don't know if I said this already, but a really cool conversation starter in the line at the grocery store or whatever. So go check all of that out. Okay. 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 So we today are chatting with Caitlin Fusco, a fellow podcaster and friend. She is the host of the Happy Home Birth podcast, which dropped earlier this year in January, which gosh, is like half the year ago. I can't believe how time flies. But we did something really cool with Caitlin in that we have her on the show in today's episode. And then she interviewed us for, or me rather, sorry, it was just me. (laughs) So she interviewed me on Happy Home Birth, which also launched or published this week. So I included a link to Caitlin's podcast in today's show notes, or you could just go search the Happy Home Birth podcast and you can listen to my episode with her on her show. So we did a little collab, a little swap of empowering birth stories and information and had a lot of fun along the way. So I'm just really grateful to her for being a part of this space and what she does and what she provides, you know, in the birth world and by hosting Happy Home Birth podcast. It's, it's really cool to be in that company, you know, of birth conversation and of almost like birth workers. I, I feel personally like an ancillary kind of on the outside, just on the outskirts of birth worker in the sense of we're, you know, very much immersed in the conversation of the birth world. We certainly are not attending any births and supporting in the actual event of a birth, but just to be, you know, in the space is what I'm saying. So anyway, in great company with Caitlin. And we talk about her her own experience and kind of balancing pregnancy and birth. We talk about the birth story of her daughter, Janie, and she's pregnant when we speak to her and is could give birth at any second, literally. So if you're listening to this when it airs, she could give birth this week, next week possibly. So she is right there about to give birth to baby number two, gender unknown. And we talk about a little of her backstory and history and what led her to home birth, her own studies in midwifery, being a a midwifery student, and you know what's coming up for her, you know, what she's creating with the Happy Home Birth podcast community and just things to look out for because she is doing some amazing things. So thank you so much again to Caitlin. Best wishes to her and all all the positive, empowering birth oxytocin vibes for her birth. And listen in. It's a great episode. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? 
I am fantastic. Thank you so much, Sarah and Matthew, for having me. This is super exciting. Yeah, thank you, Caitlin, for joining us and hanging out. And I love your uh, your podcast voice. It sounds like you have a little bit of experience doing that. <laughs> oh, can you tell? I'm an expert, total total four month <laughs> expert over here. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I uh, I do. I have my own podcast, Happy Home Birth, and so I'm super excited to be on another home birth podcast. There's few and far between. So thank you guys so much for doing what you do for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think this is the first conversation we had with somebody who's had a home birth podcast as well, because we talked to people with birth podcasts, yes, right, babe? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So I love the synchronicity and I love what I just love about it is the the space of the birth world. I feel like when you get into a certain mindset and you reach a certain part of the birth world, it's like everyone just supporting each other and uplifting each other and like your success is my success and like let's all grow because we all offer such, you know, beautiful, unique things and it can just be all inclusive in terms of, you know, the content, the stories, the empowerment, the resources. So I just love being a part of it. It's like heck yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And I also feel like there's not much of a voice for, you know, the home birth community specifically is pretty small, pretty, yeah. pretty small niche there. So to be able to, to grow in community and share these stories and share our experiences, it's really, really cool and fulfilling. So I'm super excited to be on your show. Yes. So why don't you set up a little bit of context for us and share a little bit about you and your family? And then I'm sure we'll get into how you arrived at the place you are currently, um, but just, you know, set us up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Caitlin Fusco. I am 27 years old. I have, I am married to my super handsome, fun husband, Thomas. Mm -hmm. We have a two, almost two and a half year old, Janie, um, and she was a home birth baby. And we are pregnant with number two, who is due when this airs, will be due in just a few days. So wow. maybe here, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll be really cool to, yeah. to see when, Follow when up. this publishes. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Give, I'll for sure give you some updates. But, um, but yeah, so the way that I actually got into home birth, it's kind of crazy. I... Um, I grew up in a very naturally mind, not naturally minded, a very traditional household, you know, modern medicine, totally fine. I was a C-section baby. I was actually born early. They, they thought that they were taking me out at an okay time, but no, my lungs weren't developed. So I spent some time in the wow. NICU and yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Um, so I knew nothing about natural childbirth. I actually, all through my years of growing up thought, oh, well, I'll just have a C-section too. Mm -hmm. You know, that just is the thing. And so when I was at the end of my stint in college, I ended up getting kind of sick and and turned to the holistic world, basically. And that opened so many doors for me. Like, first it started with, oh, maybe there are different ways to heal my body than just, you know, traditional medicine. And going into that, I started really learning about food and nutrient-dense foods. I ended up becoming a certified health coach. And during that program, we had to decide, you know, business-wise, okay, what are you going to focus on? What's your niche? And in my mind, I thought, you know, it would be really, really cool to, to be able to influence the next generation. But how do I do that from the start? And I realized, you know what? Pregnant moms... <laughs> 
pregnant moms are the answer because they want the best for their children. And if they know how to eat well and have a healthy diet, they will be able to pass that on just naturally to their kids. So I decided to focus on pregnant women and ended up contacting some midwives and practitioners in my area just to see if they wanted me to work with their clients. And when I did that, I got really close with a particular midwife. And once I started interacting with her, I was like, oh, I think actually this is what I want to do. <laughs> so so things switched and I ended up focusing on midwifery. I became an apprentice for her. So I was working as an apprentice, a student midwife, when I actually got pregnant with Janie. Um, so that's how all of that kind of fell into place. Pretty, pretty serendipitous the way things happened, but it all was meant to be. Wow. Wow. And so then what was it like moving through pregnancy and being a student of midwifery and how that was influencing you in terms of your, you know, birthing plans? Oh, it was so crazy. Like how, how fascinating to be able to experience both sides of care at the same time. Mm. You know, like it just what an what an interesting experience. And so I actually there was a a midwife apprentice under me. So I was more of the senior apprentice. She was a junior and I was so like you have to feel my belly every time. You have to do this. You, like, you know, I really wanted her to be able to use me to learn on. But at the same time, I was learning so much. It's one thing to hear somebody say like, oh, you know, I've got restless legs. And you're like, oh, okay, we'll take some magnesium for that. But then to feel it yourself, <laughs> like yeah. be going through it, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, it's it's different. It's weird when it's you. And it's not so... It's, it seems way more complicated. So mm -hmm. I definitely feel like it was really cool to be able to understand my client's perspective way more because here I am, you know, puking every morning and now I understand morning sickness, you know, right <laughs> now I can really relate. Um, so that was really cool. And then actually in relation to my birthing plans with this, uh, prenatal care, um, towards, this is towards the end of the pregnancy, but I actually went to and when I say towards the end of the pregnancy, I mean like a week, bef a little less than a week before I gave birth. I went to a midwifery conference that Gail Tully from Spinning Babies was, she was doing a workshop. And it is so funny how like her, her words totally, she's amazing. I love her. I'm sure do you guys, have, you know, Gail, right? <laughs> of, no of, yeah. Yes. So she's phenomenal, but she was talking about baby positioning. And so then I got like all in my head about like, oh my gosh, my baby is in the total wrong position. I'm going to have a shoulder dystocia, blah, 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 like totally went down this rabbit hole of all these crazy things that I thought were going to happen. And it was so, it was such a great experience because I realized how easy it is to get in our own heads and how that could potentially influence our birthing times. And so I think that that has actually been one of the things for me that has made me want to showcase all of the beauty that comes with home birth so that that moms can go into this very peacefully knowing like your body's got this. You you can do this. Mm. So yeah, it's a pretty interesting experience. Yeah, it's pretty awesome how you were going through it yourself being pregnant and learning like you said being able to see it and experience it from both sides. Um, that's, that's like, that's super unique. Mm -hmm. I think that's so cool. Yeah. And one of the things that I, 
I thought was really funny. Um, there were, well, there are two separate kind of events that happened. So first I had several clients that, that I was very close to. One of them I actually went to high school with who were pregnant and in, in our care. They were all first time moms and we all did the same thing. So we went to the chiropractor, the same chiropractor. We d- took hypno babies, were in the same class, and we also like ate all the dates and took this specific tincture called gentle birth that's supposed to help you have a more relaxed birth. Um, and they both had, these two moms had six hour first time labors. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I got it. Like, (laughs) I'm totally going to have a six hour labor because these, we did all the same thing. So simple. No, that's wrong. Let's go ahead and add an extra 30 and (laughs) then we'll get to my labor. Right. (laughs) So funny how that happened. Um, And then in relation to just like being towards the end of labor and still working, I worked as an apprentice. I mean, through, you know, once I took a little bit of a maternity break, but through having my baby. And so actually, it was maybe two days before I went into labor, I was attending a home birth and my midwife and I were in the kitchen, the mom's laboring upstairs. And we're just talking quietly back and forth. And all of a sudden we hear this like really weird noise. And I'm like, is that the kids? No, that's a mom. That's the mom. Mm. So we're like sprinting to this mother who's clearly having her baby. And I mean, she just went from nothing to everything. You know how that goes sometimes. And she has the steepest steps that I've ever seen in my entire life. So here is my, you know, 39 and four days pregnant body sprinting up these stairs. (laughs) Like such a, (laughs) such a fascinating time. Yeah. That's a great visual. I can just totally see (laughs) that. Um, (laughs) Wow. So any other highlights that uh, you want to touch on or share from your pregnancy? I hear there's a couple of, I know we talked before, a few few little things that you felt like listeners could appreciate or get something from. So I want to hear a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I have, I had a few funny stories I thought that you guys might, uh, might relate to or might (laughs) totally not relate to. And that will be funny too. Right. But, uh, (laughs) so one of the really, really good ones, um, was when I became pregnant, we really didn't want to tell anybody. Like we wanted to wait a good long while until anybody knew. But I really like wine. Like I like, you know, a Sunday evening at my husband's family's house, I'm going to drink a glass of wine with dinner. And all of his extended family, they were always around. So we found out that they had said something like, Caitlin's not drinking wine. Like what's going on with this? And I was like, no, you will not take this from me. Like this is, this is my secret for now. And so we ended up having to travel for my husband's grandmother's funeral. And at the, at the end of the funeral, there was, you know, a big dinner and I made my husband get a glass of wine and I would just like pretend sip it ah. the, whole, the whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, it was a big deal to me. So, so yeah, so I th- totally threw them off the scent. Thank goodness. But I don't know if any of you guys have been there. That is not fun when you're like, are people going to find out before I'm ready for them to find out? That is not cool. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I was wondering if we were going down a route of like, okay, are we buying like fake non-alcoholic wine? Yeah, and are you like holding too. it in your purse? Or like, are you taking steps and spitting it out? Like what's <laughs> happening? That's so awesome. No, just up to the lips and then like a, a, a gulp, an right, active right, gulp. Like, right. you know, you really, you really got to sell it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, I really taste the oakiness this so in this one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. So another little story. Um, this one was, this is like the, my favorite story from our pregnancy. Um, but my husband is like a known trickster. He is just so good at tricking people. I never know if he's being honest or not. Like, oh, like not Caitlin, I'm know? already, oh, I'm already with you're you late, rolling all my eyes. Oh, I'm so glad because it's like, I'm like, how am I going to know if the dog really died or not? Because you make jokes about things that I just don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so anyway, during, uh, during the beginning of the pregnancy, I had kind of, well, when I first got pregnant, like I, I knew, I knew like the next day I was like, Hey, we are pregnant. And Thomas was like, you're insane. And that's fair. <laughs> And then I was like, no, we're pregnant and it's a girl and her name is Janie and she's going to be kind of cuckoo. Like wow. I can feel it. I can feel all the things. And uh, so we go the for a few weeks and I was like, I really don't want to find out the gender just because I feel like I already know and it'll be fun to have a surprise. I love going to the births where the parents don't know. And my husband was like, I cannot I cannot connect with this baby unless I know what it is. Like I have to know the gender. Matthew, were you like that at all or were you cool without knowing? Oh, I totally wanted to know. I yes. totally wanted to know for the first one. For number two, I I don't want to know. But uh, yeah, okay. For so that's how one, we're doing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So he had to know, and I. So I was like, all right, I get it. That's cool. If if you would need to know, I already know anyway. I know it's a girl, so that's fine. So we decided to do instead of doing an ultrasound, we decided to do the sneak peek blood test. Mm. And have you guys heard of that? No, I don't no. know that. Oh, so it's gotten kind of popular around my area. I don't know. I like to think that it's because of me. Yeah. I start, obviously. <laughs> Trends. But, but it's a, basically all you do is you just send for this kit. It's pretty inexpensive. And you prick yourself and send off a, a – it's like a pretty uncomfortable lancet, I'm going to be honest. Mm. But you have to send a decent amount of blood back, but it's just a prick. Mm. And then they analyze it for you. And basically it tests to see if there's any male DNA. Okay. And so if there's no male DNA, then it's a girl, clearly. And if it, there is, then it's a boy. But you have to be careful with the boy because, like, you could accidentally get, like, if your husband touches it or something, it could uh. it could mess it up. But so we decided to do the sneak peek test, and you can do it at, like, 10 weeks. So mm. I'm still in the throes of morning sickness at this point. Like, oh, it was, it was a rough time for me. But Thomas was so sweet. Like, he would – Go, every time I started getting sick, he would run to the bathroom like ahead of me and like wipe down the toilet seat so that I could throw into a very clean throne, you know, throw up like great, <laughs> like great area. Nice. So it was really like I know that sounds like an odd thing, but it actually super meant the world to me. So uh, anyway, one morning he had he was off or it was kind of like early afternoon. He was off getting us some food and I was checking my email and I saw that Sneak Peek had sent me an email, but it was a promotional email. So I'm like, okay, well, I can check this. Like this isn't the gender. So I click on this promotional email and it says, congratulations, it's a girl. And so then I was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> my bad. Um, so then... <laughs> <laughs> like I just found out the gender without you. Yeah. So, but then I was like, well, I have to use this somehow. Like I can't just be like, hey, sorry, I checked the email and it's a girl. Like, how am I going to Thomas Thomas? How am I going to use this against him? And so immediately this idea hit me. 
you got to come home. Like, I'm so sick. Like, I'm I'm feeling awful. And he called me. I was like, are you okay? And so then I'm faking it on the phone. Like, oh, I just need you to come home. And so he's coming home. I got a piece of paper and in like a pink highlighter wrote, it's a girl. And went over to the bathroom, open up the toilet lid and tape it to the inside of the toilet lid. Mm. Put it back down. And he comes home and I'm like sitting on the couch just wallowing like, I'm a terrible person. And <laughs> so, so he, I was like, can you just, just get the bathroom ready for me? So he runs into the bathroom to open up the toilet lid and cl- do his little cleaning thing. And I like, he looks off to the side and sees my hand move, I guess. Cause I was really trying to get this on film. Mm. And so he's like, what the heck is going on? So he looks up and sees that I have written. It's a girl on the toilet seat. And that is how he found out what the gender of his child oh. was. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the first it, person in history to find out via toilet seat. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't worry. He totally got me back later. Like, totally did. But, but yeah, that is how my sweet, sweet husband found out that we were having a beautiful baby girl. That's awesome. That is so aw- Yeah. I love that. I love how you're like, how do I Thomas Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> They're like the situations, you know, they rarely arise. So you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to take full capital. advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Cool. So glad you can relate. Yeah. When you were saying like, I don't know when he's serious, like on average three times a day, I have to check in with myself on like, is what he just said, was that real or is it a joke? Like you think after all these years, I'm still not well versed. And now I have to look at Maya when he says stuff to her and I'm like, oh, baby girl, we'll get it someday. Like just hang out with me. I'll try to teach you. I'm doing my best too. She's going right. to love Clearly, I don't know. Too. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So, okay yeah. then. Well, let's take a, a turn here and get into birthing time because then there's things that have come out of birthing time and inspiration and now with you being pregnant again. So can you give us um, a little snapshot, if you will, of your birth experience? Because I also want to give listeners the opportunity to go to um, Happy Home Birth and listen as well, where you probably go into some you know, more in-depth, um, but just yeah. what you'd like to share from your birthing experience. Absolutely. So I definitely learned a few lessons with this past birth, and I think that that will definitely shift how things uh, take place this this upcoming time. Um, so like I said, I had just been to a birth a few days previously, and that was actually where I felt it was the postpartum, the the 24-hour visit is where I started feeling my first contractions that I was like, oh, these are 
slightly different from Braxton Hicks contractions, but you know, I didn't, I didn't think too much of it. Um, and then that next day, it was a Thursday. I was, I had a scheduled prenatal appointment and I really, I have always been like a very hands-off person. Like I didn't think I would want to be checked. I didn't think I'd want to be touched at all, but on that day, I was like, you know what? I actually want to know what's going on because I had noticed some like mucus plug signs kind of change, like things were changing a little bit and I wanted to know. So I asked my midwife to check me. And then while she was checking me, I was like, if you want to go ahead and, you know, just strip my membranes, that's fine while you're, (laughs) while you're hanging out. And, um, and so she, she did. And so then that kind of started things a little bit. And I feel like the whole story of my labor was I was just being a little impatient. Like I had decided, okay, this is when I want to go into labor. And so I started doing things to kind of push myself into labor. Whereas my body was probably saying, Hey, Caitlin, why don't you go take a nap instead? Um, I don't know if you can, if you've heard of anybody like that before, but (laughs) that's me. Got it. So, (laughs) yeah. So one of the things that I did on that Thursday night or Thursday afternoon I was like, you know what? I should go for a run. I I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't run distance like this entire pregnancy. I done I done a good bit of interval training, but I hadn't run any distance. But I was like, I'll just go to my in laws' house and get on the treadmill and watch The Office for an hour and run five miles. Mm. So yeah, like is that not the best decision ever? Can yeah. you think of a better one? <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, I can't either. Thank gosh, I'm so smart. So <laughs> I do this run. And whoa, shocker, that evening as I'm making taco soup, I'm getting contractions. Mm. And this is around Christmas time, mind you. My big thing was my Christmas tree needed to be up and decorated before the baby got there and the mantle needed to be decorated as well. Well, the Christmas tree was up, but the mantle had not been decorated. So that was my focus for that evening was get that dang mantle decorated. And of course, I had made these t-shirts for my whole massive birthing entourage team. And I had to, to wrap them all up in presents because (laughs) my, because my, my birth was actually going to be a Christmas party clearly. Mm. And so I, uh, so I did all of those things and, and my husband had his cousin and his cousin's wife, they were over, we were watching his little sister. Who's like, who's a good bit younger. She's like 13. She's 12 at the time, 11 or 12 at the time. So they're all helping me get the house ready and I'm trying to play it cool, but I'm starting to get some, some deeper feeling contractions or pressure waves. Um, at like 10 o'clock, everybody goes home except for his little sister. His parents come over, um, to pick her up at like I I guess they got there around 10, but they stayed for like 45 minutes to talk, which typically is great. But I'm trying to pretend like I'm not feeling contractions because I don't want everybody to know that I'm in labor. Um, So I looked like a real big idiot. Just like, like, oh, this is so casual. This is how I always lean against things. (laughs) This is just what I do. Um, So yeah, so that they finally left. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go get my hypno babies tracks on. And I'm just going to just bust through this six hours, this next six hours. 
right you know, right because that's you, what you were on track for that's what you signed up for <laughs> right. exactly six hours so um so I was texting my midwife team and telling them like things are kind of progressing and things were progressing like it definitely I was having contractions every three to five minutes like by 11 30 it was just like really consistent they were uncomfortable I was not just in a great place. Um, but I was standing up this entire time, like leaning against my dresser. Like I, if I would have laid down, they, they probably would have gone away. So I'm kind of forcing these things, you know, like wanting it so badly that I'm just making myself tired. So finally my midwife team, they, they came over, everybody gets there and gets set up. And I'm super excited because I've just been wait. I've been dreaming about this. I love home birth. I'm so excited for my birth. All of my friends are here. You know, it's it's not only my birth team. It's like, I love these people. Mm. So I walk into the living room where they all are and I like totally go out of labor. Like my body is just like, oh, people, nope, not, oh, not wow. doing this. So then I was like, all right, well, I better go back into my bedroom. And that was kind of depressing because I wanted to be around them. But my body was like, you really don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. So so my husband and I go back to the bedroom and I labor through the night there. Finally, my midwife, the next like as daytime is approaching, she was like, OK, well, why don't we change things up? Like, do you want to try to get into the birth pool? And I said yes, but I kind of was worried because I was like, I know what happens. If you're not ready, then a lot of times the water calms your body down and slows things down. So that's exactly what happened. And they were like, that's totally fine. Like, we're just going to go get some breakfast. We'll be around the corner. We'll come check on you in a little bit. So I'm getting super discouraged at this point because everybody's at my house. And I'm like, you all have families. This is a prison birth for you now. Like, you're, you're stuck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's totally not what they were thinking at all. But you know how it is yeah. in a crazy pregnant lady's head. Mm -hmm. So uh, so anyway, they come back after a while. And at that point, I was like, you guys just got to go home. Like, I'm not having a baby right now. I'm clearly just trying to do things that my body's not ready to do. Just go home. So my midwife said, that's really probably a good idea. Why don't you go to the chiropractor and and we'll come back, you know, as soon as you're ready for us. So that's what we did. And my chiropractor is amazing. And but he lives or his office is like 45 minutes away. So I had to deal with car tractions the whole way there. Oh, car it's a nightmare. Yeah. Did you did you, were you ever in the car at no, any point? I never went okay, anywhere well, during the whole time. But I can only imagine. What about coming yeah, but, from the concert? Oh, okay. A so bit. a little bit. But when I was, I was like crawling into active labor. So it definitely wasn't yeah. a fun car ride. So I can only imagine a few hours later having to be in the car for anything. I would not have been a pleasant person to be around. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and for you to be driving yeah. too, Caitlin, that's Ugh. a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I wasn't driving. My oh. husband was driving. Oh, okay. there you go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I did tell him to shut up at one point, though. Nice. That was the <laughs> There you go. I like to say that was the only time during my labor that I said anything or did anything snotty. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that that's his opinion. Right. <laughs> so but he's not on the show I'm, right now. So exactly. And I am. So for Father's Day, <laughs> like my present to him is that he can do a podcast episode by himself and tell whatever the heck he wants to that's tell. So cool. <laughs> I like that. That's fine. So we'll see. We'll see what he says. But yeah, so we went to the we went to the chiropractor's office and he and I are good friends. And so he, apparently he was 
like he was able to see out his window into the parking lot and sees me walking in and somebody's on the table and he was like, Hey, uh, there's a mom that's very clearly in labor in my, <laughs> in my parking lot. Do you mind getting off the table so I can just adjust her really quickly? <laughs> <laughs> so nice. apparently I'm the only I'm the only person that's gone into his office in in early to active labor. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So he adjusted me and then we went home somewhere on the way home. I told Thomas to shut up and we get home, took a little rest and it was like a three hour rest. Then I woke up and was like, all right, I feel good. I feel relaxed. I was having contractions during that time, but they just were every like five minutes instead of every three minutes. So it was, it was restful. Um, and so then I got on my birth ball and Gail Tolley, thank goodness this came back to my mind. She had talked about how the best way to dilate a cervix is to like, you know, people think about like swaying, like really lightly and gently on a birth ball. She was like, no, you got to go crazy on that thing. Like you got to, you got to really put some pressure. Mm. So I'm like putting pressure, moving around, swaying side to side. And then it was like, okay, this is active labor. And I definitely could tell, you know, it was rough. The early labor still felt similar, but there was like an extra little oomph. And I knew like, okay, I'm making progress at this point. So that was at like six o'clock. This goes on until maybe 10 or 11. My midwife gets there. Um, And And finally, I decided, like, she was like, do you want to get in the birth pool? And I was like, no, (laughs) I do not, because that stopped my labor last time. And she was like, okay, well, do you want to get in your tub? So I get in my tub, and I'm going through transition in my garden tub. And every time I have a contraction, I cannot get comfortable. And so I'm moving around. And we have one of those drains that you pop it to open it or Mm -hmm. close it. And every time I have a contraction, I pop the drain, and the water is, like, I'm losing water every time. Yeah. <laughs> My husband has like not been sleeping well clearly this entire time. So this is the time that he got mad at me and was like, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you are clearly out of it right now. You do not know what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so if, like a little bit later, my midwife came in and I was like, I'm so cold. <laughs> and she was like, well, the birth pool isn't quite ready yet. Like, do you, I don't know. And she like put her finger in the water and was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Why don't we get in the birth pool? Like it's warmer than this. So got in the birth pool and I asked her to check me and I was at like an eight and a half. And so I was like, ah, oh, this is weird. Cause I'm just feeling like a little bit pushy, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you know, if you can hold off, maybe just try to hold off for just a little bit. So there was like a 30-minute period where I'm kind of trying to to be cool, but I can feel that I sort of might need to push. Well, finally, after 30 minutes, I was like, bump this. Like, I cannot, I can't not push anymore. So I gave one push and my water just exploded. Mm. Like, that is the craziest feeling. Oh, my gosh. Mm. And so then right after that, I got onto hands and knees or I was kneeling in the tub and I started like really being intense. And my midwife was like, uh, Caitlin, like, do you feel your baby? And so Janie had gone from like being way up high to like in the birth canal, like on the perineum crowning in like no time. Mm. So 
so then, yeah, so then it was just a few pushes and she was out. So most of my, besides my midwife, my entire birth team missed it. Like my Jeez. birth photographer missed it. Everybody had missed it because, you know, we're thinking we've got more time here. Um, but no, it turns out the pushing phase was quite quick. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so that was, was the birth. In the, in the, the birth tub? Yeah, she was. And um, I did think, because like I had said, I had gone to that workshop and she had talked about baby's positioning. She'd also talked about moms that have low pubic bones to be careful because they could, that's like one of the warnings of there could be a potential shoulder dystocia. So as I'm pushing her out, I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's a shoulder dystocia, even though there totally wasn't. And I like do this really like incredible runner's lunge. Like I went from kneeling to runner's lunge to have her come out. And it was just like this super over dramatic, like in my head moment. <laughs> it was totally fine. But I thought that my midwife had to actually like go internally and get her and bring her out. And so later I asked her about that. And I was like, what happened? Like, did she have a really bad shoulder dystocia? And she was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, you know, like when you had to like pull her out and she was like, Caitlin, you're insane. Like, oh my gosh, that happened. So all I was feeling was her. She just rotated really strongly, and that's exactly what I was feeling. Mm. She so she did everything perfectly. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 So then to to make a a big jump from there from the day of of birthing Janie, what what transpired then with the track you were on with um, student midwife and then now mama hood and, and all of that. And then before, you know, planning to get pregnant again, what, what went on during that period for you in terms of just what you were up to and what the, your focus was? Yeah. So for the first part of Janie's life, I was still working as a student midwife and I am so lucky to have a family around. Like my in-laws live a mile down the road. Mm -hmm. I have my parents 30 minutes away. So it was really nice to be able to just be like, oh, can you just watch her for a little bit and I'll head off in the middle of the night or whatever. So we did that for a while. um, And my midwife actually ended up moving away. So I started working with another local midwife who is also phenomenal also way busy, like super busy. Um, so it started to get to a point where Janie was hitting toddlerhood. She hit toddlerhood real early. I feel like she was like a year and I was like, Whoa, you were into everything. (laughs) So (laughs) a little bit after, like she's, she's cuckoo. So a little bit after that, um, I realized, you know what? I just cannot be a, a present mother and be out all night or be stressed about having to run to a birth and stressed about like, okay, do I have enough milk for you? It was just, it was just too much. Um, so I, I decided to just take a hiatus and I felt like, okay, if I'm supposed to come back to this, I will, I'll just wait for, you know, things to settle down in my life. Um, but in the meantime, I had been, I was missing it. Like I just miss birth. I love birth and I miss the community because that's what that's what the big draw is. Like you are just so deeply invested in these people's lives. Um, So I wanted to share that. And I also had noticed while I was an apprentice, one of the things that kind of bothered me sometimes was I did feel like moms would make this decision to have a home birth. And oftentimes, usually the partner supported it, you know, but sometimes it was more of like, okay, the parents or the in-laws or some people were not very understanding of home birth. Um, so I kind of wanted to create something where there was a community where moms wouldn't feel isolated because that is, 
that's pretty painful, even if you feel like you're doing the right thing. Um, so in, it was August of this past year, I actually, um, I actually did a fast. I decided to have, to have a fast after I, um, ended breastfeeding with my daughter. Mm. And so while I was fasting, I was doing a lot of praying and just like, okay, God, what is it that you want me to do? Because I feel like there's something here. And it was really just laid on my heart. Like you need to, it wasn't very clear at first. It was like, is it a documentary? Like what is, and then it was like, oh, a podcast. And that makes sense because I don't want to get dressed up all the time, so I can be in my pajamas, <laughs> you know, like that. now potentially. Maybe yep. I'm in my pajamas. Yep. <laughs> I'm in mine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Twins. So, uh, so that's kind of what happened, and I was like, all right, well, if this is what you want for me, then this is just what I'm going to do, and I'm just going to go at it, and I can't fail because it wasn't super my my whole idea anyway. So. Um, so I started looking into it, into like how to actually do it, you know? Um, and once I got that down, it was like, all right, well, I'm just going to start interviewing people. And it was pretty, pretty cool how quickly people were like, oh yeah, I would like to be interviewed. I'd like to be interviewed because really who doesn't want to talk about their birth story? Like, it's so beautiful, you know, like it's the best thing to talk about. So, um, so that's kind of how it happened. And I decided in October, at the end of October is when I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And this is the launch date. So I launched January 1st of this past year. And it's been really fun to see it growing and to see people interested and excited. And um, and I'm just really looking forward to, to expanding like you guys have. You guys have done such a phenomenal job. Uh, I love all the things that you're doing. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to be in the same space. Yeah, similar. I mean, yes, mutual um, in that sense. And everything you were describing in terms of, you know, what, what you wanted next, and then how a how a podcast feeds that, you know, in terms of community, in terms of conversation, being in that energy consistently, when you're talking to women, you're talking to mothers, you're talking to experts and thought leaders, it's just like, it keeps that going. Um, And then now I can only imagine being pregnant with number two, you know, and being in that flow, being in all of that, that energy, it's got to be you know, really cool. It's your own new version now. I feel like of when you were pregnant with Janie, you were experiencing the care on both sides. It's like now you've had one experience and you're talking about other women and theirs, you know, while preparing for another one. Right. It And it has, it's been so cool, but it's also been so uplifting. Like, you know, I, I'll have it be having a rough morning or, or something and then get on to an interview and hear, just so much emotion and so much beauty. And these mothers, they relish in their birth experiences and you can hear it. You know, you, you guys do it all the time. You hear it. It's like, it's so moving. And so for me, it's also kind of selfish. Like I love these women's stories. I love being able to share them with people. So it's, it's really been a phenomenal experience and it's, it's kind of cool to, to think, oh, well, this is just the beginning. Like, there's so much more that we can all do and we can we can just grow community together. It's it's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What is something new or unexpected or une- or exciting that you've learned or gained from doing your podcast? Oh, that's a really cool question. So I just love the fact that I am learning all of these different takes on home birth. Like I kind of put everybody into the same category as me, like, oh, just assuming, oh, this is how you got to this decision. This is why you had this birth. 
no, like a lot of these moms, you know, they've had previous experiences that were very different from mine that, you know, since our first child was born at home, that's all I know. But these mothers, they know so much more and they've experienced so much more. Um, So I feel like I've gained a ton of wisdom just in, in other people's stories and hearing how they have gone through things. Right. I absolutely, you know, you think, you know, well, you just must be this way because you don't like the hospital or, you know, like there's no one way and lots of women how and families, how they come to their decision making and at different times too, sometimes before conception, sometimes in the middle of pregnancy like us or sometimes like right up until you're due, you know, for other women. Yes. Uh, I just love how it's the, so many faces, so many variations uh, Absolutely. to it. So what do you think then is the top thing? You know, you said a lot of lessons, a lot of things that you got from your first birth with Janie. What do you think is the the top thing that you're bringing into either your envisioning or your planning, whatever process you have in looking towards this next birth? Oh, yeah, definitely. The thing is just go with the flow. Yeah. You know, I I just feel like I was so trying to push things to be a certain way and and that's just not how that is not how birth works guys <laughs> like you cannot force it to be something it just is what it's going to be and and truthfully i feel like i would have had Janie at that time like you know i would have had her at 2:12 a.m. no matter what i had done before so i feel like i should have just relaxed and taken that time to just snuggle with my husband and and not be so intent on like, okay, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do this. And um, so kind of taking that into this next birth, I'm, I do feel way more relaxed, like, oh, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be and it's going to be great. And, and I'm super excited to have Janie there this time too. That'll be an extra really cool element, you oh. know, to have her involved. Yeah. So... Yeah. So that's, I feel like that has been the major shift. And probably a lot of that is also related to just being a mother. You know, you got to learn to adjust. You got to learn to be patient, especially when your kids too, and all over the place naked. Like right. I said, Janie's <laughs> running around <laughs> naked somewhere right now, I bet. But, um, but yeah, so I feel like that has, that's kind of mellowed me out. And I look forward to seeing the results of that in this upcoming birth. Yeah. That's very cool. Oh, that's beautiful. And we'll be, you know, holding those intentions for you as well. And like we said earlier, given that this is going to publish around that time, just like everything swirling around it, I think is so beautiful. And then you're going to be publishing an episode with us or me um, that same week as well. So um, I will put a link to that episode in this along with every other way that people can connect with you. So how can people reach out to you, learn about the podcast, etc.? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The best way to follow me is on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. So at happy home birth podcast is the way to go. Um, And then, yeah, you can just find me in all the podcast places like Stitcher, iTunes, blah, blah, blah. But, um, but yeah, I am so grateful to have been on your show, you guys. And I'm so excited. I know we'll be interview. I'll be interviewing you guys later on this week and it's going to be so much fun to have this like powerful, you know, release in, in the next few months. So thank you guys for for allowing me to come and, and share. Yeah, Caitlin, thank you for, for coming on the show and bringing your, your energy and your story and your love and all of it. We're just incredibly grateful for you. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. 
note about the Doing It At Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.